Hey, teacher friends, this is Kara Rickman from Create Your Balance with Literacy, and I'm so excited to share this time with you today. I'm a 22-year veteran teacher turned coach, mentor, and trainer to help teachers develop their craft and teaching cross-curricular. I cannot wait to share all of my tips and tricks with you today. Are you ready to take your classroom to the next level? So let's get this party started, shall we? Today's podcast is going to be all about Fahrenheit Friday. If you love teaching science using investigations and experiments, you're going to love this podcast. This is how I implement Fahrenheit Friday into my classroom. First, you need to look at your district's scope and sequence and see which units you are teaching in what month. During those units, you will need to look at your science standards and see which of those standards you can use for your investigations and experiments. In this podcast, I will give you a month-by-month layout of my thematic units for science and social studies and what investigations and experiments I have used for each one. So you're probably asking, how do I set this up? How do I begin? On Fahrenheit Friday day, we all go out to our neighborhood or stay in the classroom, either one. We put our lab coats on. We sit on the carpet and listen to a story. We make an anchor chart of our learning. We review what the scientific method is, and then we talk about what we're going to investigate or experiment for that day. We talk about what scientists do. Investigate, observe, ask questions, think, experiment, discover, collect data, sort data, take guesses, and test their data. And we review our anchor chart that we learned on the first day of school. At the beginning of the year, we do the scientific method foldable and glue into our science notebook. We do a lot of great discussions and questions that you can ask your students during science time. I use this to engage the students into being excited about what they're going to investigate. I had a parent make my lab coats one year, a couple years ago. It has been one of the best things that I use in my classroom. The students really feel like scientists and are so excited to wear them. But I do have some rules about the lab coat. Don't spill anything on your lab coat. If you use the restroom, take it off and put it on the back of your chair. Button it up when you put it on. After you take it off, gently lay it on the back of your chair. I've had these lab coats for many years and I always wash them about twice a year because I do get kind of grungy. All right, so here is a month-to-month breakdown of my thematic units and which science investigations experiments I do with each unit. So let's start with August and September. On the very first day of school, I will do the blooming flower. Now, this is a very, very easy, easy experiment. All you have to do is have a bowl of water and you have a template of a flower. You're going to cut out the flower. You do not color it. And you fold the petals up and the kids are going to um, guess and make a hypothesis about what's going to happen to the petals. So they might say, oh, the it's going to sink or it's going to change colors Um, And some might even say that it's going to unfold. So then you put the flower into the water and you watch it bloom. And this is so amazing. This gets your students hooked into science on the very first day of school. And the best part is they get to take the flower home and they get to teach their parents about the science investigation. How fun is that? Another thing I do for September is an apple investigation. So we take different apples. I cut them apart and we taste different apples. And so then we graph which one is our favorite. We also use our five senses to investigate the apples. So um, I might have a station that has tasting, one station that has hearing, one station that has smelling, and they rotate around each station and then they are collecting their data. They're drawing pictures of what they observed with the apples. 
Another thing we do with the apples is measure the properties. So we talk about um, the different properties of the apple. We weigh the apple with a scale, with unifix cubes. We measure the apple's circumference with a measuring tape. And we observe the apple with a magnifying glass. And we record all of those things. Another fun experiment that we do for five senses is popcorn. Oh my gosh, you would think that you are the, they would think that you're the best teacher in the whole world if you give them popcorn. This is very easy to do. All you do is pop your popcorn, put it in a bag, give them a baggie of popcorn, and they are going to eat it, smell it, taste it, hear it, and feel it. And then they're going to record their information on their template and they're going to glue it into their science notebook. How easy is that? So moving on to October, we have force and motion and energy. And so I have different stations that have different baskets of different energies. So I have a basket that has light energy, a basket that has heat energy, and a basket that has sound energy. And so they're rotating around each station and they are recording what kinds of items are in the, bu- the baskets. And they're going to decide if it's heat, light, or sound. This is very fun and it's very engaging. And it's very hands-on too because they get to touch all of the different objects that are in the basket. Another really fun thing you can do for October is when you talk about food chains with the owls and bats, then you can um, have your students dissect owl pellets. Now this is really fun. You can give them some plastic gloves and they can dissect an owl pellet. They can glue the skeleton back together on a template to see if they can find all the missing bones that make up the mouse. This is so fun and so engaging. Some of the kids might think that's gross, but a lot of them think that it's awesome. All right, moving on to November. We have autumn and scarecrows, and we have Native Americans. So one really fun um, science investigation that we do is investigate um, leaves. So we take a baggie, and uh, we go out to the playground, and we walk around the playground, and we pick up leaves. And I tell the kids, try to pick up as many different kind of leaves as you can find. We bring the leaves back inside and we do leaf rubbings in our science journal. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. They love collecting leaves and making those leaf rubbings. We talk about how the different leaves um, have different colors, different shapes, different sizes, and then we graph them. Another um, investigation you can do is the corn investigation. So you can take three Tupperwares, Fill one Tupperware with soil, one with sand, one with water. You get an ear of corn, and you put the corn inside of the Tupperware. And the kids are going to predict which corn is going to grow the most or the fastest. They're all going to say that the soil grows the most. But they don't know that the water is going to help the corn grow the fastest. So you can have an experiment investigation for two weeks, and you can watch the corn grow or not grow. And then they're going to record their investigation in their corn booklet. This is also a really fun science experiment and, uh, that you can do with a whole class for the science fair. That is really fun. Okay, so moving on to December. Another thing you can do for December, when you talk about Christmas around the world, we talk about um, how the Christmas tree comes from Germany. And so we talk about evergreen trees. So the evergreen tree has pine needles and it has pine cones. So if you live up north, you can collect different pine needles from different trees. You can collect pine cones and you can have different stations around your room and the kids can go walk around the room with a template. They can illustrate the different pine needles and they can label each kind 
of pine that you have and then they can um, they can observe the pine cones and they can draw the pine cones and the template also gets glued into their science notebook very easy and very fun and engaging all right moving on to January January is objects in the sky so for objects in the sky we do a couple of things we have the moon phases, and I'm sure you guys already know how to do this. You take Oreo cookies, and you show the different phases of the moon. And then another thing that you can do for objects in the sky is a uh, shadow experiment that you, when you talk about the sun, you can have your kids go outside. You can have them draw their shadows on the on the sidewalk and then they illustrate six different types of shadows that they found or that they drew you can give them some chalk and they can draw their shadow um, and they can do partners and they can uh, draw each other's shadow on the sidewalk it is so fun they love it okay now if you do weather you can do a thematic unit about weather you can also do cloud in a cup so this is very easy all you need is a, is a plastic cup you need water you need food coloring and you need shaving cream so what you're going to do is you're going to put water in the cup about three-fourths of the way, and then you're going to put shaving cream on top of the water. And then you dip, drip some blue food coloring on top of the shaving cream, and then you're going to watch it rain. Oh my gosh, that is so fun. Another uh, experiment you can do for weather is the tornado experiment. So you take a jar, a mason jar, you fill it with water. You put a marble at the bottom, and then you fill it with red food coloring, and then you put some dish soap in it and then you spin the mason jar around and around and around and then you watch the tornado appear inside the jar. That is so fun and so easy. All right, moving on to February, we do Groundhog's Day. We do um, America with presidents. So we also, if you haven't done the shadow experiment, you can also do shadow experiment for Groundhog Day, which is really fun. But just hope that it's sunny outside. <laughs> Another uh, investigation you can do are the pretty pennies. So you can have two cups, two cup, plastic cup, cups, one filled with salt, one filled with vinegar. You take a really dirty penny and you put it in the salt. And then you're going to have the kids pour the vinegar into the salt mixture. And then they're going to watch the penny turn shiny because it's the copper. And so it will turn to make it shiny again from dull. And so then you can um, have the kids observe these the changes from beginning to end you can have them write the observations on their template and then glue into their science notebook for march we do a big texas unit and we do an oil experiment so you need a mason jar each table will need a mason jar filled with water and then one of one kid has a jar of oil and so what you're going to do is they're going to pour the oil into the jar and you're going to predict and have, make a hypothesis which one's going to sink and which one's going to float and most of the time they're going to say that the water is going to float but little do they know that the oil is going to float so they watch the oil settle to the top of the jar and the water to the bottom this is really fun they love it and then they're going to illustrate their pictures in their in their science notebook and draw the water in the jar and the water mixed with oil in the jar. Another fun experiment you can do for March is when you're talking about springtime, you can talk about rainbows. So you take a prism, you turn off all your lights, take your prism and a flashlight, and you're going to shine the prism onto the ceiling, and you're going to see the rainbow appear on the ceiling. So you can talk about Roy G. Biv, you can talk about how you need three things to make a rainbow. You need rain, you need your eyes, and you need sun. So then you can have them color a template of the rainbow, and if you want to do the rainbow experiment when you do uh, light energy, that is perfectly fine too. I've done both actually.
Okay, for April, we, we do thematic units for rainforest and life cycles and plants. So one really easy experiment investigation we do are we grow sunflower seeds. So we get a cup, clear plastic cup, and we grow a sunflower seed in the cup. And we observe the sunflower seed every single day. We have a seed journal that the uh, students will write in every single day. They're going to draw what the sunflower looks like. They're going to label the roots, label the stems, label the leaves. And then um, we're going to keep the sunflowers for about two weeks. And then they get to take them home. And actually, the sunflower is actually a present for their mom for Mother's Day. And then we decorate uh, a cup with tissue paper and put the, the seed, the sunflower, inside of a different cup. And then they have a really, really beautiful uh, pot and sunflower to take home. Another experiment that we do is we've done ladybugs life cycles. So we bought ladybugs from um, from the insect lore. And then we also have bought praying mantises. And I love praying mantises. They are so much fun to watch when they hatch out of their cocoon. Um, and they are nymphs when they come out of their cocoon. And so we watch them grow up. And then we watch them how they eat their their little flies or fruit flies and then we let them go outside at recess so we talk about ladybug life cycle we talk about frog life cycle you could do tadpoles in your room you could do butterflies in your room that's really fun okay moving on to may um in may we talk about i do a thematic unit for rocks and soil and i do a thematic unit for oceans so for rocks and soil we'll make a dirt cup we talk about the layers of soil and so for the dirt cup at the bottom, we always start with the um, crushed Oreos. So you want to make a different layer of the cup. So this is edible too. So you have crushed Oreos on the bottom. Actually, you have the pudding, the chocolate pudding on the bottom, and then the crushed Oreos. And then you have the coconut. So you can dye the coconut green. And then you can put the little worms, the gummy worms, on the top of the coconut. And then they can eat the layers of the soil. It is so much fun. Okay, so then you can also do a volcano experiment. So what you do is you take a little bitty um, baby food jar and you're going to put some vinegar into the jar and then you're going to put a, a cup, a solo cup. You know those coffee, yellow coffee solo cups that you uh, have the little point at the bottom. You cut off the point at the bottom and you turn it over so it has a hole at the top. You set that on top of the mason jar and then they're going to pour the um, the vinegar into the jar that already has the baking soda. And then they're going to watch the volcano erupt. Oh my gosh. It is so fun. They love it. Then they're going to illustrate a volcano. They're going to label the parts of the volcano. We talk about the the lava and um, the the mountain the and the different kinds of rocks that come from the volcano, like the pumice and the obsidian. And they illustrate it and they put it in their notebook. And when we do ocean unit, we have um, a couple experiments that we, I do for sharks and whales. And I have these big plastic whales, all different kinds of whales and sharks. And so they walk around the room and they have a template and then they're going to illustrate all the different sharks that they see. And they're going to label the different uh, types of sharks. So that can be one day. And then the next day they can label the different kinds of whales. And then they're going to color the pictures. They're going to put them in their notebook. Another thing you can do is sh seashells. You could have different seashells around your room. They can walk around and they can observe different seashells with their magnifying glass. They can illustrate the different types of seashells. They can label them and then they can glue them in their notebook. So much fun. So that is in a nutshell what kind of experiments, investigations that I do for the whole year. 
and I'm constantly tweaking them to make them even better. And so I do have a resource that's here in my TPT store. And if you look under the, in the portal where it has Fahrenheit Friday, underneath Fahrenheit Friday, I have all of these experiments as a resource that you can look at, you can copy, you can look at it and it has all the lesson plans. It has step-by-step lesson plans on how to do these experiments. It has mentor text to go with each one and it has interactive notebook template to go with each one. So I hope you got excited and are interested in doing Fahrenheit Friday with your students. So don't forget to check out that resource. You will not be disappointed and your students will love science. Like I said, this resource includes step-by-step materials, directions, classroom photos, lesson plans, and science interactive notebooks. I hope that you got a lot of great ideas today about how to incorporate Fahrenheit Friday into your classroom. I um, would love to see or love to hear about how you incorporate science experiments and investigations in your classroom. So if you want to reach out to me and have a coaching call, I would love to meet with you on January the 22nd. And we can talk about all about Fahrenheit Friday. So thank you so much for listening today to our to my podcast. I hope you guys have a great rest of the day. And we will talk to you soon. Until next time. Bye-bye.